0: Welcome to Dudes of Hazards Radio. I'm the host and founder, Donnie McCarty. On today's episode, we're going to have on our guests, Brad Nagley
1: and Justin Kelly. Brad, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. My name's Brad Nagley. I'm 27 years old. I'm married to my lovely wife, Stephanie. We are expecting our first child, little girl, in June. Congrats. Her name's Isla Grace Nagley. Beautiful live here in the tri-cities and uh yeah love golf
0: nice the um and we also got um if you listen to our other podcast that came out from the recap of the clash at the johnson city country club we have justin kelly on as well we recorded that actually earlier uh today now we're doing our second episode of the day. So um, we're kind of already hit our groove. Hopefully, you guys aren't too tired of hearing these two on, but I think we got a lot of cool stuff that we're fixing to cover. Oh, uh, we can entertain them. Oh, we can. We so, uh, Brad, why don't you go ahead and just kind of tell me a little bit more? I know you started playing this game when um,
1: you were in high school when you got more serious into it. Or? No, so it was actually after high school. So basically, you know, it was. Football, baseball, wrestling, everything growing up, and then wasn't good enough to play in college, and so when I went to college, I was like, I need something to, you know, curve my athletic appetite and compete, and so started playing golf. And nice. Yep, got my, actually, my graduation present from my parents was my first set of clubs. No way. Yep. Well, that's a pretty good graduation gift right oh, there. yeah.
0: Justin, um, how long have you been playing for?
2: Oh, gosh, going on, what, three years? Yeah.
0: Three years now? Did you play over any before that or was it kind of just that sparingly like yeah. once or twice a year and
2: exactly yeah. yeah it was whenever you know a group of buddies and it was mainly a good excuse to get out and drink and have a good time with
0: people i hear that you know, it wasn't wasn't too serious yep yeah. the uh well cool these guys if you again didn't listen to our previous podcast they're actually brother-in-laws so um, Justin Kelly is married to Tori Kelly, which is Brad's um, sister. So,
2: and that's my lovely wife.
0: That's right. You got to make yep. sure you throw you that make in there. Sure I throw that in there too. Tori, you heard him say that. No one, <laughs> no one coaxed him. That was all on his own. So, uh, Brad, what's it like uh,
1: bringing Justin into the family? <clears throat> <clears throat> my family will tell you this: Justin is probably the first guy that my sister brought home that I approved of nice. and liked a hundred percent. So he's all right. Yeah.
2: Better watch what you're saying and bring me to tears here.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the uh I mean I feel like that's just what you hear about Justin. I mean, no, no one's out here complaining about him. I mean he treats people well, he's kind, he's respectful. I mean it's a lot of what you look for and I mean I'm sure um yeah, you were happy for your sister to find someone like him. Oh the uh, Oh yeah. That's good. Well Justin, um if, if you guys do, don't know, me and Justin Kelly, we're, we're really good friends. We met back when we were um, in the pike back in the day and I guess, 20, 2014, the yep. fraternity ETSU days. Um, honestly, kind of glad those are behind us, and we've now Just moved on bit, to more, right? uh, I guess, fulfilling um, type of brotherhood and activities. But, uh, no, Justin's in, in the golf league, and he's, he's a great friend of mine and Jamie's. It's actually really nice, the relationship uh, we have Jamie, And his wife Tori are really great friends. And then now, over the recent years, we've started to develop a nice relationship with Brad and Stephanie. So it kind of makes it fun to, we're out here playing golf. The girls can kind of hang out. And we don't feel like, you know, sometimes when you go play golf with your buddies, you guys are friends. But that doesn't mean the wives are friends. Yeah. They don't necessarily want to hang out with each other. So it's actually kind of nice being
1: able to be like, hey, deuces, we're gone for a little bit. Yeah, and it lets us hang out more when all of our wives, you know, have something to do too. Like to hang out with each other. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so they're all great. And uh, so, yeah, you you mentioned you got a kid coming up in June, you said Brad. Yeah. Yep. So I guess this last weekend you would have just played out at uh, Blackthorn. You guys had like a little bridal shower. Um, And then you got
1: some of your buddies out there to play golf, right? Yeah, so, you know, my parents are doing the whole Baby shower thing, and they're having it out at Blackthorn, and then so I was like, why well, don't we get a group of guys and we just play golf while they're doing that? So
0: yeah, because it's like you really aren't trying to sit there for all the nine hundred baby gifts that like no. any guy that's like, oh yeah, that's fun. Like they're they're not telling you the truth. <laughs> yeah. or Oh, uh, thank
1: you. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, diapers for the first two and a half years will God. never run out. Yes. Yes. Just what I wanted. So right. diapers are expensive. I was now. about to say, I'll take that though. Yeah. Your oh, supply shoot. of diapers would be awesome. <laughs> this is how you know that you're getting older. Yeah. When, <laughs> it, like, it's, yeah. you're no longer concerned about the cost of a case of beer. It's how much is the pack of diapers yeah. going to run me? So, uh, before you know that, it's going to be the gallons of milk once you start having okay. a little army full of kids. So, enjoy that. But, uh, well, so on the previous podcast, we talked a little bit about the clash at the Johnson City Country Club. That was our first tournament of the year. Uh, We had a great time. Uh, Justin, what place did uh, you and your – I think you played with Hunter Millsap.
1: Yeah, yeah, Hunter What place did you guys get?
2: Uh, We placed third
1: overall. And then, Brad, where did you guys fall? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. uh, Nah, we we didn't – me and Miner didn't have our best games that day. So we were – I don't know. I think we were third from last. I mean, so like, I don't know, we had eight teams out there, so probably like fifth, sixth. So,
0: you know, definitely, I I know you were a team that we thought could definitely have the potential to win because when you're on, you're on as much as anyone in the league. And then Miner can really play himself. So, um,
1: But it's one of those things, yeah, I mean, if it's just not your day, it's not your day. Well, we started off with a good birdie on one. Miner put it to about two or three feet, and then he sank the putt, and we were like, oh, man, we're going to. We're going to go low today, and we didn't birdie another hole until 16. That's the
0: first hole birdie curse right there. Yeah. Like, it really – it's the number one setup for, all right – here we go. And yeah, it, it just it, it never seems to materialize past that. So, yeah, my strategy is just like picking up no birdies or like waiting and just getting like one around on like fifteen or something like that. So yeah. that way I don't have to worry about the opening birdie hole
1: uh, disappointment. Not too much
2: stress that you got to worry about. Yeah, that. exactly. That's yeah. that's, that's Smart it's play. all Smart
1: it's all the plan. When you birdie the first shot, I'm one under. Yeah, I can just par out and we're not shoot one under <laughs> and then. <laughs> Never happens. <laughs> never happens. Uh, for me, my my milestone. I,
0: I know for you, Brad, you're you're at that level of like I, I can break par. I want to break par. Get there. Uh, I like my my milestone's back at breaking eighty. That's that's my version of breaking par. And Justin, what's yours? Like staying under one like, ten. Usually, okay. I mean, that, yeah. That's on a good day. <laughs> Usually a good day. Now, what's yours? Probably like eighty five. Is that your, like I really came out like where, where's Actually, that number at for I've you?
2: Never shot below an eighty nine.
0: No. I don't buy
2: that. Yep. You know, if you think about it, you know, that's all I was ever really good at was getting off tee. So now I'm starting to bring short game into an effect. Hopefully I can piece some things together. That is is, is
1: surprising. Like, I I just have a hard time believing that. Two
2: and three putts, man.
1: Mm. Yeah. He's he's at the point where he's got to just form it all together. He's got to bring his driver, his irons, his wedges, and his putter all to one. Because, I mean, he goes through rounds where he's, killing it as wedges and putting, like, you know, at the clash of JCC. And then there's days that he absolutely kills the ball straight away. See, that's what I I see a lot of. I I see Mm -hmm. Justin
0: just ripping and gripping the driver a mile. And then, like, when you're hitting it down at the pin level every time, it kind of allows you a couple more mistakes in the short game. But, yeah, once you start cleaning those up, Justin, I mean, I got to think, I I don't think you're too long from being right right, where we're – I'm out, no, well, and we're going to be fixing to year. have some pretty good battles, I think, coming up ahead this year. For sure. So some other leak notes that we have coming up. the Later this weekend, we actually have our first major tournament of the year. So that's going to be out at Graysburg Hills. It's going to be April 2nd and 3rd. and So I, I'm really looking forward to this tournament. Um, on April 2nd, what we're going to have is a shotgun start in the afternoon, starting around 1 o'clock out at Graysburg. What's really nice is they have 27 holes out there. And they have the knobs, the fodder stack, and Chimney Top. And we're actually going to be starting on Chimney Top, which is nice, because a lot of people don't get to play Chimney Top from where it's the third nine. They usually cycle people off of that one. So a lot of new uh, members and a lot of returning members are going to be coming to that. So really looking forward to that tournament. And then what we're going to do is on Sunday – pair people, and send people off by basically their standings in the tournament. So the people further away from the lead will tee off first, and that will create something basically where the leaders hopefully will be coming in in the last couple groups, and we'll have a big group around standing around ready to watch them and see if they can uh, actually survive the pressure. So, I mean, we all know it's a little easier when you're out there playing by yourself. And it's one thing when you're maybe playing with a new person in your foursome. I'm curious to see what some of these guys do if there's twenty, thirty people standing around behind the green waiting for them to hit a shot. Um Actually, well,
2: we were talking about that yesterday, Brad, on the
0: way Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. On the way to the well, clash, he was we asking me the
1: same question. Final group and I said, How are you gonna feel when you're standing in the fairway and everyone's above the green watching you? And he was like, I I d I don't like that. <laughs> and I did not perform under pressure. <laughs> well, what did you do on your shot? Justin? Oh gosh,
2: T ball went a million miles in the air, three fairways over you know no not, actually so on 18 on
1: 18 his ball flew over 15 green yeah Oh man! Yeah, it was not even <laughs> a driver
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's the that that reaction right there pretty much sums yeah. it up. So that's how much fifth, up 15 green guy. is not where you want to be playing your approach shot from on 18. But not
2: um, exactly. No, yeah, but there's just that green. wall of trees the
0: across the you know a street base or the road <laughs> yeah. coming into the club. So like yeah, definitely he, he cleared the entrance drive. That's that's impressive, Justin. Um, Cool. Well, yeah, so we have that tournament coming up April 2nd and 3rd. I, I think we're, we got league members coming in um, from out of town. A lot of the guys in the Tri-Cities are looking to play, so I think that's going to be a really uh, f- fun event. And then after that, the following week, we have our um, the match, and that's going to be April 10th at the Johnson City Country Club as well. And that's going to be a match between Will Shelton and Nolan Dye versus uh, Alex Holloman and Cade Pope. And so what they're going to be doing is playing for charity. Uh, Team Will and Nolan is going to be playing for the Colon Cancer Coalition. And then Alex and Kate are going to be playing for Families Free. And so we're going to have uh, people that are going to be sponsoring the holes. And if, let's say, the the hole that they're sponsoring is worth $100, whatever team wins that hole, they pick up $100 for their charity. They tie it. They split it 50-50 beforehand we're going to be reaching out to members trying to get them to donate you know some money to help raise money for this and whatever they donate will be the original pot which will be split about 70 30 between the winning team and the losing team's charity so everyone's going to make some money for their charity and then one is going to make their charity very happy so i know we're looking forward to that and we're actually going to be having uh selling some drink tickets and some event tickets out to sit on the uh, basically the stone patio right in between 16 t box and 18 green and so as they're coming up and playing 15 16 17 18 that everyone will be able to kind of watch them um and just kind of cheer them on or heckle them whatever it might About be to say heckle's Pro- probably a little more heckling than 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 the other way but uh so those are next uh, events coming up really looking forward to those and uh yeah, so just if you're interested in joining the Dudes of Hazards, we we take members all year long. Our league fees are $75 for the whole year, and that basically gets you access to come to a lot of these tournaments and events. Um, we would always love to have you um, join the league, especially if you're focused on having fun and just making the com- camaraderie brotherhood of golf. And, and if you can play, that's just a bonus. So. Moving on to our next session, uh, we're going to get to know Brad a little bit better. So, we earlier on, we touched a little bit about how he got into golf, but let's uh, dive back into that a little bit, Brad. So, you said you started playing when you got into college. Who who, who taught you? Was it your dad? Did you have an
1: instructor? What, how did that look for you? So, at the time, um, Jeremy Beechner was out at uh, Blackthorn Club and uh, basically just started taking lessons from him and playing with him and working with him and the rest is history and basically that's kind of been my swing coach you could say
0: yeah no i mean he he works wonders you you've listened if you've listened to this podcast you've heard alex has worked with him josh has worked with him i have justin have. have you worked successfully with him you know, as much as I want to throw Jeremy
2: under the bus a little bit here, yeah, mm. no, he's been great. No, <laughs> Jeremy's phenomenal, man.
0: He, he really is. I mean, I, I, I've i said it myself. Like, when I started working with him, I had no confidence. I, I didn't even yep. understand really what the swing path even was, what my club face relation was, how any of that made an outcome on the shot. And now what I've noticed is, like, sure, still going to hit some bad shots, but through working with him, I feel like, okay, I've now seen a – same ball pattern miss a couple times in a row so that probably means x y or z and now whereas in the past it was just like trying to struggle to get through the round still might struggle as you can probably attest oh yeah like some days you just can't figure it out but you at least can try to start solving the problem versus before you have lessons or really understand those dynamics right
2: your
1: host yeah no,
2: I'll give it to Jeremy, man. He really works with your pattern and swing style versus transitioning everything into what is a traditional swing
1: style. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's, he's really unique at that, and that's a big positive for him.
0: It is. So, Brad, um, you said you, you worked with him. Um, did did you work with anyone else? Did you primarily just train out at Blackthorn? Is that where you really kind of got the hang of it at?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, basically, at the uh, at the time, you know, I was in college, and my parents were members out there, and so... Yeah, basically just learning how to play out there, and that's the course that I learned how to play golf on. And it could be much worse courses to learn how to play golf. Oh
0: on. yeah, absolutely. Really? If you're not familiar with the, the Blackthorn uh, Club, that's uh, what would you say located between Jonesboro, Johnson City ish kind of yeah. It's technically that. Jonesboro, but Jonesboro, it's uh, the yeah. Ridges
1: neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. So um, it's weird, Jonesboro, and I think it's Johnson City City Schools. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of. Kind of weird. It's, uh, but if you're using it as a big
0: location, Johnson City is a good, um, general point to reference it for. And so I've played out there a couple times. I know, Brad, you've been awesome and invited me out there. And I, uh, I don't know if I've ever really played well, but I've, I've had fun each time I've played out there. And so I, I know, heck, earlier in the year, well, I guess this would have been 2021. It was kind of that winter, um, around December, November time frame, me, you, Justin, and Hugh. Yeah. Played you. out there. Yep. And that was, uh I remember that was a really fun round. Is that is that the one that we played tipped out?
1: Yeah. So we, God. I don't know how that happened, but we started talking smack and we were talking something and we're like, well, let's just tip it out and just go all the way back. And it was... uh and me in the group chat just hitting 3-wood off the tee is like, uh,
0: are, are we committed to the plane <laughs> from the tips? And they're all, like, just bombing their drivers like, yeah, man, this shouldn't be any problem. It's like, oh, uh, this is going to be a long day. But, uh, you know, I I don't feel like I really did anything well that day, but it was, like, just enough to get around the course. For yeah. me, I broke 100. I think I shot, like, a 98 that day. And from the tips, I felt like that was – I mean, that was a victory from back there. Maybe I mean, that I was think. just a –
1: Mile in on every single approach shot. I feel like I had college guys at Blackthorn play there every fall. We play the same tees that they play. What do they usually shoot around when they come out there and play? It depends. Um, There's been a couple like mid 60s to low 60s. Uh, I can't even. I'm just
2: heartbroken. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Let's just. But
1: then there's also some guys that shoot in the 80s. Yeah.
0: So I mean, yeah. Well, I think you know this year I've been working on driver i am also already hitting my three wood better so even between those options i think next time i get out there and play hopefully a better result but i really that was my first time i'd ever played around from the tips and i actually i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed it like it it was tough and especially i knew it going in and so like i really wasn't concerned with the scorecard but it was nice getting to see these holes from these different perspectives and um you know generally i would play from the whites just cuz like where's where i don't hit it far i kind of want to take advantage and still be able to score well i've moved back to the blues this year but after seeing that it's kind of like man I'm, I'm excited to get some
1: a couple more rounds uh, played out from the tips that was that was enjoyable yeah sometimes it's cool just to you know go all the way back and see what the course really has to offer i mean yeah. cuz i mean that's supposed to be the toughest the course can play yeah. and just to see how hard it is from back there what do you think that slope rating looks like back there tipped out Oh, I should know this. I know the 140, 150. I think it's one forty-two. Yeah. Um, what are the combos at? Combos are at like one
0: thirty-five. Yeah. Something like still that. playing that. Yeah, tough. So I mean, I I, I always know going out there. Like it's uh, if you're convinced this is your prime opportunity to go low, like you, you might be a little misled unless you're playing out there regularly. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a great course, and um, I I know I always look forward to the chances going out there to play. And so it's kind of nice being able uh, to, in return, bring you out to the country club a little bit too, which is nice.
1: Okay, I got it pulled up. So combo tees is 71.8, The black is 74.5, Yeah, that's eating your lunch.
0: And probably thinking about taking dinner too. Yeah. <laughs> Might even be M- maybe drinks. Maybe yeah. a- dessert yeah dessert too yeah, that's 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 the fullest package all right so moving off that what do we brad you've been on a lot of golf trips what's your probably your favorite one whether it was in the league or one with family friends uh other golf partners what, what's that look like for you
1: so i've been fortunate enough i've been going on a golf trip since man i, was, I wasn't even 21 yet that's awesome. And i was going on golf trips and um
0: but ones that only were making sure we had, like, Sprites, the high seas, waters, and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. 20, absolutely. Yeah, Never I mean, underage. Never, can't, never. Can't drink. Drink. That's so, underage, so but,
1: bad. You no, know, so we'd go down to Hilton Head is kind of where I've always done my golf trips at and had a buddy that owned a house down there, so it was kind of convenient, and we'd go down there, stay there, play tons of courses down there.
0: Yeah.
1: Then I went on that Myrtle Beach trip with you guys, um, Two years ago. Two years ago to yep. Myrtle. That was a lot of fun.
0: That was a really fun tournament. Oh, um, yeah. And it was neat getting to play the different variety of courses, especially from up here. You know, you play a lot of Blackthorn. So, unless you're going on a golf trip, you're you are not seeing too, I mean, many other courses. Is that right. fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. And so, going down there, the Witch Wizard and Manowar, like, the, the Witch, that course was wild. That was the one we had to drive a little bit to. Yeah. That, that was maybe one of the wettest rounds in terms of, <laughs> like, it wasn't raining on us, but, boy, that fairway was – I mean, it had to so- have monsoon before we got there. Um, yeah, and But that was a really fun one. Um, I, I know the, the witch was fun, and then we had the
1: wizard and the man of war. The, the wizard's the day that we kind of just played until it was dark, and yep. we were like barefoot and barefoot. just uh, having an awesome time out there. Yep. Yep. That was a great one. The that
0: What day did we play – that was at the wizard that we played together, I believe. We played against Zach Hassler and Dalton.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was. Um, I think that was, was out at yeah, out at the Wizard. Um, if I remember right, that's back when I was still like pretty pretty rough as a golfer, and so I was like sweet. I got a good partner. I can I can take care of. <laughs> and like the first three holes, I hit my three best career shots, and like Brad's throwing his ball left and right, nowhere in play. And I'm like, what? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> and then things reversed, and for the next 15 holes, Brad took care of business, and. Kind of, if you listen to the previous podcast where Tim talked about how he contributed two shots to his team's win, I just kind of took on that role for the next 15 holes and that was nice and enjoyable. But I remember we closed him out pretty early. Yeah. Um, And so that was a fun little day. And then the man of war, I mean, that that course is long. Yeah. A lot of water involved. Ton of water. Ton of water. That was yeah. like you know everyone likes these island greens you see in like TPC uh Sawgrass and then what's the the one out the stadium course I believe has another island green I'm trying to remember like famous island greens kind of not sure which one Maybe stadium mis- course in Phoenix? No, not not in Phoenix. Um PGA West I might be backwards. I can't remember. Okay. I don't know. There's another one out there that has another one of those like really famous – I think it's like Alcatraz is like the name of the hole. Um, I'm trying to remember which course that's at, but basically one of these. It's a total island green. Yeah. Like if you, if you miss it, it's not like it's a peninsula and a little bailout place. Like we've talked about at Graysburg on the eighth hole there, there's a little bailout area in front to catch your ball. This is like you miss it, you're just in the water. Yeah. And so um, I remember that was really fun getting to play the man of war. And then there was even – a part four that had a fairway that was like an Island fairway yeah. that led then to an, like another even smaller Island greener. Maybe it wasn't an Island, but the, the, the land that connected, it was like 10 yards wide. So yeah. it was completely useless. Yeah. Um, and that was just like, if you couldn't keep the ball and play that day, that would have been a long one. So, uh, I'm glad you came on that one. Um, Going back to some of those Hilton Head courses, what what's what some of the ones that really stand out that you that you like? Do you have like an architect that you're a big fan of that has some courses down
1: there? What what about the Hilton Head area do you like? So <clears throat> every year we do um Palmetto Dunes is kinda like a resort down there. Yeah. They've got three courses. They've got a Robert Trent Jones, a Fazio, and an Arthur Hills, all Fazio. inside the plantation. And they're great courses. So the Which Robert your favorite. <laughs> the Robert Trent Jones is probably my favorite because it's on the ocean. Like it actually has oh, ocean front holes. That. Yep. And um, I think mean it's par seventy one. Okay. It's very
0: gettable. Yep. the The ocean holes. How many? How many does it have on there?
1: <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> yeah. You've got a par five going straight at the ocean with the green on the ocean, then you've got a par four with the tee box on the ocean going the opposite way. It's so, so really, uh, the, the minimum for calling it an ocean yeah. ocean view course. But, yeah. No,
0: I, it, it's funny how some courses will do that. It'll be like ocean views, and you're like, yeah, from like 14 fairway overlooking the brush, like a mile away. But at least that one, you're right on it. Which I will is cool. say you're right on it. So, but, no, that's, that's awesome. I, green in a tee box. The, um, so what? So that's the Robert Trent Jones one. You mm-hmm. said that one. Um, what do you think of the Fazio one? I know personally, I love uh, Fazio design courses. There, I'd, I'd say, for me, up there with like strands. and um, I mean he's he's up there with some of my favorite ones that,
1: yeah. that do it. Justin, you we played the Fazio when yeah. we were in Hilton Head. And yeah, hands down, my loved favorite it. too. So what's cool about, or well, what's unique, is you can miss right on every single hole, but you can't miss left. Hey, sign me up. 'Cause I mean it's like almost literally every hole, OB's left and it's a wide open right with other holes. What is it? Way. Is it
0: just the, the the landscape dictates it or is there housing or what there is housing.
1: It, there's housing. I mean it's like a resort and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. people rent houses yeah. for vacation and stuff, but it's it could just be luck of the draw of the way that it got laid out. They're overall pretty big fan of it. Yeah, it's good. The greens are a little different, so they're a, a zoysia grass. I think yep, that's how you yep, say it. Yep. So they're very kind of spongy, and yep. they putt really slow. Yep. Well, do, so do you like that when you go to a place like that? Do you feel like that lets you putt pretty aggressive? And no. no? So do you? What do you look well, for? Well, I mean i I don't like it because i I grew up playing on quick greens, blackthorn, quick yep. greens. Yep. I mean, yep. you hit it and it rolls a mile. So I can never get it to the hole when I get when I play there yep the I feel like when
0: I, I generally do like quicker greens yeah but if i if I'm aware I guess where I grew up or not grew up playing but when I started playing golf it was a lot on the municipal front which just has the most varying amount of green speeds as you can right. possibly imagine and so usually it's not too tough for me to adapt in between quick and slow. Um, I like the quick because it is really nice getting, like, you feel like that true role of the putt. Right. And, like, where, like, okay, that's, like, how that should break. And maybe I misread it, but, like, that was a true role. Whereas the slow ones, I feel like it allows you to be, at least for myself, be really aggressive, which is right. fun. Yeah. Um, that's good. So, is there any um, – so, around that Hilton head, is there a certain course around it that you got on the the mind that you're like, man, I need to get out there and play, or is or have you kind of seen them all?
1: So, there's one course that's called well, – Oh. I- I've, there's the one one that I haven't played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, I've played Harbor Town, and then uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it, but it's another one in Sea Pines. Okay. Um, it's called Atlantic Dunes. It's a Davis Love course. I'm not familiar heard, with that one. I've heard it's fantastic. And then the other one in there is Heron, Por- Heron Point, which is a Pete Dye. Ooh, another one of my favorite arcades. That that's yeah. the recipe for getting
0: messed up. Yeah. Pete Dye. I mean, I any of the courses I've played. I know around here I've really wanted to get up and play the river course at Virginia Tech. It's Mm -hmm. uh, supposed to be a really tough course. It has, I think, this the new river that runs right beside it. I think from the course about like thirteen of the holes you're like can see the river flowing right through. And so it's in a little valley too. So that wind just apparently whips and cuts, which of course, you know, Pete Dye is gonna if there's a chance to take advantage of the wind, it'll be done. And uh, like the finishing stretch is like coming up the river, which always has the wind in your face, like the last three holes. But it's supposed to be really challenging, but really fun and underrated. I know. The ACC sometimes will hold some of their tournaments out there uh, for college golf and stuff. So it's a pretty respectable course in the area. And uh, I know that would be a Pete tie one. That would be fun to play around here. The So you said you played Harvard Town. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that?
1: It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. What, what made it so rough? <clears throat> so the canopy of trees off the tee box, you literally have – Where your drive goes through, you have maybe 15, 20 yards wide. No thanks. If it doesn't get through there, it's hitting a tree and coming straight down. And then the greens are the tidiest ever. Like, actually, out of all the PGA Tour events in a year, Harbortown has the smallest greens by percentage out of any place they play. That's a really interesting fact. Wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, so you miss the greens all the time. It's small. The canopies are close. It's just... Yeah. Oh, it's nice about that where I just don't have many greens and reg. I could just blame it on
0: it being small greens when I go play yeah, there. Yeah, so absolutely. So that'd be, that would be good. Yeah, I think I it's, always love excuses for my game. Hype yourself up yeah. a little bit Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: one of those – in my opinion, I think it's one of those courses. It's a bucket list course you want to go and play. Yep. But I don't think you play it a second time. Very interesting
0: perspective on it. Um, I've heard the finishing holes are just, like, incredible. Yeah. But maybe the first – is it 14 to 15 kind of will just – same old, same old, not – like, you are like you kind of feel like you're waiting just to get to the end for yeah. the finishing holes. And that when I go play a course, I'm not looking for that. Yeah. I, I want to be able to find the value and the excitement and all the different holes along the way versus – like, don't get me wrong. It's nice when you know number 18, 16, 17, like, one of those is going to be awesome. But, like, you right. want to have a couple other ones littered in every four or five. So, it just yeah. looks like you're getting there. And For me, that almost sounds like, too, that you would want to be probably a little bit more talented player to go play there as well to get your bang for the
1: buck. I mean, I'll I'll tell you right now. I mean, I shot a one fifteen. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was rough. Were you playing blindfolded? How
0: how's that? I can't even fathom. Dude, so I, I mean, I've seen Brad play a lot, guys, and and like sure, like yeah, he he can hit a shot that he doesn't love, but that's. I mean, I, I feel like that's completely out of the realm of expectation. So that that alone probably just steered me away from that for a little <laughs> bit.
1: Um, yeah, like I said, it's the God. I, I'm not paying to go out and shoot 125 <laughs> or 130 somewhere. Forget that. And then you know the fact that you got a caddy and all that stuff. It's a 400-something and something dollar round, yeah. and that's what's tough. Yeah. Did you? Uh,
0: was that one of your first places taking a caddy, or had you done that elsewhere? Um.
1: I think that was the first time that I've had a caddy. I mean, sweet. I mean, having yeah, somebody carrying your clubs, yeah. giving you your yardages, giving you everything, but too bad it didn't help me. Yeah, right. The... Oh. When you do it too, like it, it's it's nice that it,
0: he have any good like local knowledge or fun. I, yeah, like, that, that's what it is about the round. Like you're enjoying it with your buddies, but I'm sure having the caddy there, the good experience. Like, yeah, you were probably personally frustrated with your score, but no. it, that helped the situation kind of because I'm sure this guy he wasn't his first person he's ever seen come through there and struggle.
1: No, no chance.
0: No. Um, I think on a previous podcast I just told a story of when I took uh, a caddy for the first time, and it's, it's a little nervous because you're kind of like. Dude, I'm playing in front. Like, this guy's fixing the wasp me for four and a half hours. Like, I don't want to make his life this tough, especially when you're zigzagging left and right across the course. Uh, Hey, did you see where that one uh, went out to? And he's like, yes. (laughs) It's in the woods again.
1: And and he, just, he, you know, you'd get on the hole and be like, you you know, you want to favor the left side on this hole because it's going to give you a clear shot. And you're like, buddy, I'm just trying to get to the yeah. trees right here off the tee box. Oh, or me just, okay, dude, good solid contact. Don't hit this
0: two inches behind the ball. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like, yeah, it, it is really funny. And, and sure, maybe the one time or two you pull it off and you he gives you the thumbs up and he's even like, yeah, it was luck that that happened that way. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, that's cool, man. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you had some good trips down there. What is your – personal golf achievement that you're probably the most proud of that you've done since you've played golf
1: you know I was thinking about this question and uh, I think it's going to be I, th- I had three eagles in one round what yeah where was this at Black one what holes I mean you got to remember I, or like, I eagled four eight and fourteen all par fives and? on two and sank the putts on all of them that, that has to be beyond surreal. Birdied, uh, birdied number 10. So, what did that put you on today? Honestly, I think that was one of the lowest rounds that I've shot out there, and I think it was 74. That's awesome. So, I mean,
0: that's that, that's a
1: really tough course. That's a good score to be proud of. Yeah. Well, I mean, three eagles on the day and, and still, you still shot, really, yeah, still it, shot 74. It, 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 if that says anything. What's your, what's your low score out there, you think? I think it's probably that round, 74. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean – yeah, well, I mean, almost around ever sixty nine, but seventy four is a low stuff. Where was that sixty nine
0: at? Pine Oaks. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good course to take advantage of if you're striping the ball well. Yeah. The uh, you used to play out at the the club more. Were, were you a member there, or was it just
1: your parents that were? Back where in the, uh, at the country club, The Johnson John's City, City Country yeah. Club. So, um, basically, I've been my whole life. So when from when I was born, yeah, till I can't remember when I was maybe. 15, 16, yeah. we were at the John City Country Club. And that's where my dad played. He was on the board out there. Yep. Yeah. In the golf, he's got two hole-in-ones there. Well, I was gonna um, see, I, I saw when we did, like, a member
0: questionnaire at the beginning of the thing, like, your dad, I think it shot, like, a 71, 70, 72, something like that. Yeah. And I saw it was at the country club, and I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's impressive. Yeah.
1: Um, Actually, I remember, or I kind of vaguely remember, we were, I was really young, and I was riding on a cart with him. And number two. Yep. hit a shot. And you started just flipping out. And I'm like, what's <laughs> wrong, daddy? You know, didn't know what was going on. And he's like, I just hit a hole in one and no one's going to believe me. <laughs> so, I mean.
0: But as your son, you're like, I'm there to vouch for you. I don't think I was in that old enough. So, that it was like, that's great. But, so, yeah, that's basically the equivalent of like,
1: yeah, making a hole in one by yourself. And people were like, sure you did. So then they j- moved over to Blackthorne. And, yeah. and played over there a little more. Yeah. And then oh. when I got married, I got booted off the thing, and then me and my wife joined a few years ago. Not a bad decision at all? Nope, love but it. The uh, So,
0: you, we did the, basically our inaugural season last year, and the mm-hmm. year before that, we had that test trial run, and you, and you were part of the, the league that year, came on the Myrtle trip. I think last year, things were just a little busy for you. Being back in the league this year, um, this is like your first time, that first year being officially a Dudes of Hazards member, because back then, we didn't even have a name for the thing. It was really just like a Golf gr- league. It, was, yeah, a, yeah. it was a golf group yeah. You know, at, at yeah. best. There was no even real foundation of there being a real league or anything. But what uh, what are some of the members that maybe you've met through playing in the league or just people that you've met through a connection of the league that you enjoy playing with? Um,
1: Man, I enjoyed, I enjoyed playing with Cade. I mean, yeah, he, Cade's awesome. Beautiful swing, yep. stripes the ball, fun guy, entertaining. He really, he's a firecracker, too. And, oh, like, he he, he yeah. can play. He, like, he really can get
0: after it. And so he has high expectations for himself. So yeah. it's fun when he's watching him meet it. Um, but, you know, he can definitely get a little frustrated. But overall, I mean, Cade is one of my favorite people to play with. That was who was fortunate enough to take me up to Diamond Creek. And that round, I mean, that course in itself, you couldn't have a bad time. No. But it's even better when you play well. And your guy that's playing with, he plays well. I mean, I remember – on that hole I think he he finished up with a 79 on the day and went one over on the back like he or like two over on the back and he birdied 18 to get down to a 79 and that was just like he was so dialed in it felt like it was just like watching a show get put on at yeah. the end and so he he made me feel super welcome, and, like, Cade's just – I mean, he's a great guy and a great league member, a great asset to
1: the league, and so I know that's one
0: that a it's, lot of members It's always on.
1: fun when, you know, you've got a buddy out there, and even if you're not playing well and he's playing well, just to be out there and see him yes. just, you know, going out. I had a buddy that was playing in a uh, Knoxville Amateur, and I was down there playing in it too. And first day of it, I think he shot um, – what was it? 67, and it was just incredible to watch. And, I mean, I think I blew up and didn't play well at all. All right, Brad. So, just kind of going back to
0: this, um, I know you said you said you really like playing with Cade, uh, a member you met through the league. Is there anyone else kind of that you really have enjoyed getting to meet and play with? Or is there anyone that you want to meet from the league that you've heard a lot about and looking forward to playing with?
1: Dude, this past uh, Sunday, playing with Hunter Dude. Millsap. Is uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's uh he actually I think is like the the
0: GM of the sports mill Correct. or like co-owner I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure
2: yeah his father him and his brother all uh, went in a partnership together on it
0: thanks so, Justin yep. yeah he uh, yeah so he, he does that which is a local business and we've we've done a couple events to the dudes of hazards there at his place yep. so far and uh, yeah I'd, I'd never met him didn't know anything
1: about him came out and uh, yeah he was in your group and yeah dude, he can he can bomb it yeah, I mean, I think he took the long drive yep. by 15, 20 yards. Yep. and Him. number eleven at John City, I mean, he drove in the green. Oh, that's over, gross. I mean, over the green, like that. That's just a
0: monster drive.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: like nothing but the best of connection. I, mean, I think. Up.
1: I think the hole's like three ten uphill.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably three ten, three fifteen. So like to clear the green. You're 340? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just these monster numbers. And so, yeah, I watched a couple of his swings, and I could tell that he could play. I actually was down there with uh, the league photographer, Cody, taking a couple pictures of the group on eight um, when we were playing earlier. And all of a sudden, this ball just comes flying into the the sand bunker. There's two of them that guard the green on the left and the right, and I'm on the green. And this ball lands like 15 feet short of us, and we're like – Dude, where did that, this come from? Where did this come from? <laughs> we were like, we didn't even know people were teeing off. Because like, from down there, it's a, it's a downhill par yeah. force. You can't see it. Yeah. And it probably plays like 330 from up there where we were teeing off from. So the, the get down there was still, even with the downhill, it was like he still was hitting 310, 315 coming into this bunker. And so we actually thought about messing around, and uh, Tim and David we're in that group, and Tim was like, hey, should I just lay down and act like they hit me? And we were like, yeah, Tim, go lay in the bunker um, and act like I like got taken out by this drive coming in. But, I mean, it's insane when you watch people hit the ball
1: that well. And he knows where it's going. Yep. I mean, yep. it's, you know, there's a lot of guys that swing hard, and then there's the swing hard and can hit the ball that far and put it over the flag. Like, and, and they're
0: shaping it how they want to. They, well, yeah. they 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 know what they're doing. I mean, like I, I think he plays at scratch. Uh, I'm pretty sure he. Um, yeah, he he's super talented. I know Justin. You said he was your he was your partner this yeah. weekend, and you really enjoyed playing with him.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I just enjoyed even the little bit of interaction I had with him, and after the tournament, it seems like a really just genuine guy. And what I really liked was through this. Off season, like we had goals, we, where we wanted to get to so many members, we fell just a tad bit short, missed it by like two or three members. But the thing is, we've gained so many—Hunter Millsaps, Ian's, Elijah's, just these guys, Ben, Mark, um, Byler, like these awesome guys that people just love to play golf with because they just have such great personalities. This year, you Brad coming in the league, uh, Jeremy, like there's just these people. That are really fun to play with, and so what I find more important is, yeah, sure, let's forget it. Let's let's maybe miss a couple guys off our goals each year on membership. If we're going to get just these super high quality guys that people are going to return, the hope they get a chance to get paired up with them, and we have a lot from our first season, so I can only imagine where this is con- going to oh, continue yeah. to grow for us over the year. I think yep. we're going to have a phenomenal network. And just it, it's really fun to hear that you're getting to come out and meet new members and have a really oh, fun yeah. time.
1: I mean, I had a blast um, that day, me, you, and the uh, Biler boys. Yeah. Mark and Ben, we played at Johnson City. Yeah, we, we actually
0: even lost first them. And it was just like I, I didn't even really like, care that much because it was just a fun day. Like It was like some disappointing shots they, here and they there. They brother-in-lawed it. Yeah, they did. Super that was so good. Well, and I knew this was going to happen where they've played together so many countless rounds. Like they, they – yeah. I knew that they're sitting in the cart talking. All right, hey, we start doing this. They they have their whole game plan. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it was a lot of fun playing after that oh, day yeah. versus them. And they're just they're great guys. So, Brad, another question for you: What what keeps you drawn into wanting to play the game of golf? Like you've obviously taken, I mean, at this point, is it? It's not a crazy thing to say. Maybe not even on the course, but overall, you've taken tens of thousands, if not over a hundred thousand, swings of the golf club. At this point, is, is that a fair? Yeah, and yep. all the practice rounds, all all the just messing around, the range days, everything. What keeps you wanting to swing that club one more time?
1: It's that that feeling you get after you hit that perfect shot. And like, mm-hmm. man, I don't think I could hit that ball any better than I just did. I want to do that every time. And it yep. just brings you back. You just want to hit the big drive, the flush iron and then yep. just hooping it on the greens
0: what, what is it for you is it like what's what's the is it that long putt that you weren't expecting to make is it the chip that either you chip in from the sand bunker out the approach stop, shot from way out that you stick close or the bomb and drive like what is it for you what aspect of the game or you just
1: find gets you going i find that if i'm hitting the ball well off the tee, like driver mm-hmm. if i'm hitting the ball well off the tee, then that feeds me dog. You know the other parts of your game. The other parts just it. kind of follow. Yeah, I str- if my struggle is if I'm not getting off the tee, I'm gonna have a higher score. Just mm-hmm. like at uh, Harbortown, yeah. wasn't getting off the tee, I'm not scoring. Nope. But if I'm hitting it good and straight that day, then I mean everything seems to kind of want to follow, and it makes me kind of. Yeah, I I totally get that. Yeah. Um, well, good. I
0: I know for my, my for myself, it's the. <sighs> Getting off the tee is not usually a strength, but I can still usually play well if I don't get off the tee well. Just because yeah. I can recover well through the rest of my game, but getting off the tee well, I'm not gonna lie. When you're when you're getting off the tee well, it, it just leads that it, it kind of leaks that excitement down into the rest of your game. Yeah. However, it is always funny if you find that you're getting off the tee well, you're putting well, or chipping well, but then your approach game just decides to completely become non-existent, or w- one of them is. But yeah. I mean that's just being greedy, and I guess. That's why, I mean, I'm sure you've – how many rounds have you logged if you just take a massive ballpark
1: at it? It doesn't have to be an accurate number. Uh, like, what are <laughs> so, you looking at? Okay, so back in, the, back in the day when I was first kind of in college freshman stuff yep. and even actually the summer between high school and college, mm-hmm. I worked at Buffalo Valley Golf Course. And I worked from like 5 a.m. till noon. I'd go tee off at Blackthorne every single day Yep. so that summer i logged 64 rounds that's awesome in that's in that that's summer. great so but that is probably the most i've played in the year so i mean i i don't know if i could take a guess i mean mid yeah, hundreds yeah hundreds hundreds of rounds that's fun probably the, uh, that's awesome man
0: so out of uh members that you've seen either through social media from the last year, members that you've met, heard of, or seen this year. Who's thinking we can win this – who can win this league this year? I mean, I, I know you got to think that you can win
1: it. I don't think I can win it. That's the modest answer, um, but I, I, I think you can. Well, I've got the girl, the baby girl coming in June. I just don't feel like I'm going to be able to get to enough events.
0: You can't be blaming the baby. Why not? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You absolutely can't. <laughs> this is covering your bases with Stephanie, too. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to take care of the girl. I, I want to come to these events, but i, I got to be a good dad, so. Oh,
1: yeah. Also, so I mean, I, so start. I will say, like, this spring to mm-hmm. early summer, your she's log, le- yeah. she's letting me get my fix. What a good wife. I mean, like, oh, yeah. what
0: a cool wife just to be like, yeah, because, like, yeah, you're going to be tied up. So, so maybe this year's not your year. Maybe, maybe it's next year or yeah. a couple of years down the road. But I mean, you know, you got a lot of good golf in you. So, um, just yeah, on a year that you can time up a couple more tournaments than another yeah. one will definitely be your. You can go. So, who who are we looking at this year?
1: I don't know. I kind of like the maybe the defending champ.
0: Yeah, Justin. Justin I mean, Fawn. Yeah, I mean he's good. I mean if he shows up to a lot of tournaments, he. What I love about him. Um, we're we were we're both very competitive i i think i less i am less so now than i used to be but he really can get after and just dial in that intensity level in the rounds that's impressive because like he's a good golfer but he's not he's not great he's not he's a very good golfer but he a lot of people wilt under pressure And will wilt under the crowd. And I feel like he thrives off of that. Like, he really does. And so, I think going to these tournaments, if he's in that last group or has some people to watch him, it's just kind of like, all right, I got a chance to put on a show.
1: So, I think Justin's a good one. And I got to meet him. um, I met him two years ago when we went on that Myrtle trip. Yeah. and He had actually just gotten back from a deployment
0: um, from Afghanistan, like, a couple weeks ahead of time. And that was the first time he had picked up golf clubs in like a year and a half
1: yeah and What's he was turned? like and they just super consistent I mean. yeah
0: well he i remember him texting me he i put him in the first group on the the first day he had like a one-on-one battle versus this guy named keaton who's a it was a really nice guy but um you know was probably slightly outmatched that day versus justin and justin texted me he said dude I just broke into the 30s for my first time ever on nine holes. Haven't played golf in a year and a half, and I was like, "This guy has to be thinking this sandbagging mother." Like, yeah. you know, just like, okay, I see what you did here. Yeah, and then he goes on to shoot an 80, like an 82, which was his like tied for his career best round. And I'm like, how is that possible? Um, but Justin's a good guy. I think he could. You know, we hear about guys like Cade. Yeah, they can. Um, I mean, this Hunter Millsap guy. I mean, he shows up to some events. I mean, it's like hard to imagine that he's not going to turn in great scores each time he comes out and plays. I mean, Jeremy's good. Um, He's really tied up. Corey Smart. Yeah. Corey, dude. Corey's
2: got a good shot at this.
0: He really does. Corey is going to be at a ton of events this year. He's coming to the Dudes of Hazards Open this coming weekend. I know he's hungry for that. and I love the way watching Corey play. He just oh, yeah. he gets really into it, and he also keeps it fun for everyone else around him playing. Like no, like no one is upset playing with Corey. He's a super fun guy. I had the privilege of playing with him at Two Rivers last year in Williamsburg. That was a private course that Justin Fawn, and his grandma's a member at, and got us on out there. And it was actually me and Corey versus Justin and Cal, and that was just a fun round. Justin and Cal, two of my best friends, and then uh, me and Corey out there, and we. We actually upset him and beat him up. We were, had like a little nine-hole match going on, and we beat him on number nine. And you would have thought like Justin and Calvin, like they their minds were coming unglued because we uh, – it's actually like a par five. Corey had duffed his shot, and I hit a, like a fan that was behind the green, and it ricocheted the ball like perfectly down. And then, like, Corey chipped in um, for a birdie for us. And I remember Justin and Cal just being Go like, while, this yeah. is the most Corey thing of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, he just – he always seems to hit the crazy putt or the crazy chip, which makes him dangerous. But uh, I know we're really looking forward to having um, Corey in the league, and he definitely has a good I, shot. I
1: want to play with him. I've never gotten to play with him. Well, sounds we, can, fun. we can make that happen. Corey's,
0: Corey's a great guy. Um, and, I, I mean, he he's definitely one of the members everyone brags about playing with. So – well, Brad, I feel like that really kind of let us get to know a little bit about you, and hopefully the league members appreciated kind of getting to know a little bit about you. And uh want to bring Justin Kelly back into this conversation. He uh, he butted in a couple times while we were having an in in <laughs> interview, but I feel like they were all actually pretty useful. Over there sitting like a mouse. Yeah, he really is sitting here yeah, drinking his cute. Miller Lite, waiting for his turn again. So, well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, we got two disquest- discussion questions today. First one is going to be having a home course versus – basically playing the public route and playing multiple courses. So, Brad, we'll actually go back to you. You're that member at Blackthorn. You have that home course. What what is, what is valuable about having that course versus
1: playing all the plethora of courses in town? I like the challenge of playing the same course over and over and basically trying to beat the whole one at a time, yep. you know, just kind of you know where you know where to miss it where not to miss it you know how the greens are going to break you know just all that kind of stuff and it's just i get more fun out of trying to beat the course that i play so much yeah absolutely i i totally understand that and especially
0: or Blackthorn's a tougher course, it's not just yielding over pars and birdies left and right. Like, you're having to work for it out there. So I'm sure that feels rewarding. You know, that first time you maybe picked up a birdie on your toughest hole out there or whatever it might have been for you. So I totally get that. Um, You do play some courses in the area, um, Mm -hmm. though. So, like, what what do you like versus, you know, Blackthorn, your home course has that perks of, hey, I, I know this green, it's breaking here, it's falling left and right, I can miss over here in the fairway. When you don't know that about a course, do you, is that a huge takeaway or do you find other things about the course that you enjoy and instead, where where do you see that for visiting courses?
1: I enjoy the like beauty of courses and I mean the picturesque and the design and all that stuff. I take it in and I love it. Yep. Like I love going and playing a new course that's, you know, awesome, but I get frustrated easier.
0: So, you would say in an ideal situation, maybe we go on a golf trip. It's a pre- premier course. We almost play it twice, play it one day and then double up a day or two later. Do you like that? To see it again? Or does that only that second time not help that
1: much? No, I mean, it'll definitely help because, I mean, like, there's nothing worse than bombing a drive straight off the tee and you get up there and say, I didn't know there was a pond up here.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you're just like, well, well I. <laughs> Like oh sorry I just hit the most perfect I shot. Guess of I'm my life. Dro- dropping and hitting three. I yeah, mean. after like just roasting this, great. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted. I get that. Yeah. Well, Justin, what do you think? So you, um, Justin, has been living down in the Harvest Huntsville area of Alabama. Recently, came up here to the Johnson City Tri Cities area for work, and so not a member at any place yet. I know we're looking at maybe joining somewhere, but as you're not a member. Where? What do you like about visiting different courses? You yeah, no,
2: for sure. Scenery is one yep. big one for me. Um, personally speaking, just the challenges of the landscape, yep. I actually really like. So, you know, playing in Alabama is way different than playing in, you know, northeast or northwest Georgia or, you know, somewhere else. Like, personally yeah. speaking, one of my favorite courses was Macklemore. You that know, place was great. It was an incredible, incredible round of golf.
0: Bro, um, like, that was just such a fun... I mean, it helped that the people we were with were oh, great, too. Great, Zach Hill, Wes Horton, just yep. great league members, great guys. Um, and we were all in that same general. I mean, Wes was definitely the best out of us. Mm-hmm. But, like, all of us were in a spot to where we were in the same general thing. I know we actually kept – we played, like, a little 2v2. Yeah. Um, it was me and Zach versus you. And Wes. And Wes. And we – you ended up – you guys, I think, closed us out on 17, if I remember right. That sounds about right. Um, that sounds about but I remember, right. like, our final scores on the day – Macklemore, I mean, you would say a tough course. Oh no, for sure.
2: If you didn't get off a of T tee, you were struggling.
0: Even if you did, I mean, I mean the greens—the yeah. greens were lightning fast, and if, so if you're not a good putter, no, that was that, that, that was could a, have been a struggle. Yeah. But I think the I mean, Wes usually is a guy I feel like expects to be in that 77, 83 range mm-hmm. quite a bit. I think he shot like a 92. Yeah. Me and Zach shot like 94. I think you were right there. Like we all Something basically like that, yeah. grouped into that low 90s, but it just kind of like ate us up because like we really. I know I struggled getting off the tee. I feel like you got off the tee really well, but it was the yeah. putting. Wes uncharacteristically struggled off the tee, and so that he got him there. One putting. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. which is surprising because Wes normally doesn't putt well. Exactly, so like yeah. it, it's kind of funny how that shakes out. But Macklemore's great. So yeah, for you, you would say it's visiting that course and seeing those spectacular views, like that um infinity green coming off of one at macklemore for sure like yeah. that was that downhill it was a little what dogleg left, left par five mm-hmm. yep and then when you get down to that green what's really cool is too i, would, I think you'd agree you're coming down that little hill and then you see the green flatten up in front of you and you really you can tell that it opens up yep. but you can't even tell how really beautiful it is until you're on the green yep and it's just these drop-off views kind of like at primland um to where you're just like this is a thousand foot drop off to nothing and uh, yeah, I, I'd agree with you. So you, you no, liked... absolutely.
2: Yeah, I mean, just the absolute backdrop and the landscape of things is what entices me. Yeah, on stuff. The uh,
0: did you have a home course when you were playing down in Alabama a little more? Couldn't say it was a
2: home course. Yeah, per se. And you know, I'm a little bit of a hobo in that stance, I guess you would say. But uh, it was um, it was RTJ either Hampton Cove or Rivers. I probably played Hampton Cove more often than Rivers.
0: But, but uh, um, that's where me you josh and calvin. calvin we had a little weekend down where we stayed um at your place which yeah. was, it was about an hour away i know Something jamie like came down um we spent like that was like the first time i think the girls were like oh god we've created like we these go. guys have created themselves <laughs> in the monsters because we set up the like my uh hitting mat in your backyard yep, yep. i mean we we showed up on like a Friday afternoon. And hit golf balls. It took only like 30, maybe 40 minutes for that thing to be set up. and Maybe 30 it, it minutes. Like like, like we're bringing in a suitcase. Minutes. Like uh, I'm having Cal carry an extra one in while I'm slipping around the side trying to get the poles <laughs> of the, the driving net. And we hit golf balls for like three or four hours until it was pitch black yep. that night. Got it up the next day. And, uh, I mean, we played that – Short, par three, the par three course. That was a ton of fun.
2: Yeah, honestly, that's probably one of my favorite courses down there. Just to go out, and if I'm going to walk something super, yep. you know, convenient and time constraint wise, it's it's an awesome, but it's challenging.
0: Why don't more courses have those par
2: threes? Yeah, that's a good question. I would love to learn that. I Anybody, mean, do you guys
0: have have you been to one of these courses that have these like full length par three courses at them? I have never played a par three course. Man, wow, th- that yeah, you got to come to Alabama. Th- that mm-hmm. one, that one right there, it, it's. It's manicured to the level of any regular eighteen-hole golf course, yeah. and it's at the, the Robert Trent. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool is I remember that day when we played. We so there was the par three course, there was the river course, and the Highlands course. Our goal was to get through fifty-four holes, but we were playing down there before Jeez. daylight saving hit. Oh no! What did, we got through forty-nine. Got through forty-nine. yeah. Forty-nine of them. With we oh. rivers, no, no they Literally, yeah. we were the very first tee time. I think I took the very first swing at 7 a.m. on the dot on the par 3 course, and we left as, like, the sun was kicking us off the course. Yeah, it was literally we like would have finished 54 to goals, yeah, okay. holes, except for the groups in front of us were just a bunch of, like, either blind as hell bats that couldn't see where their balls were <laughs> going, or just, like, they had sucked. Because, like, they this pace of play got to, like, a grueling stop. Yep. And that was the only thing that stopped us from 54 holes. But
2: Hey, we attempted th- it, though. We, we did. A shot.
0: If we we easily could crush that out in the day again. Um, we went back down there with more daylight. I may struggle with that one.
1: Nah, but you, you, you got it. <laughs> did we play fifty four in Myrtle, or did we just play twenty seven? Twenty seven. Probably twenty seven yeah, or thirty six.
2: We, we played twenty seven.
1: That
0: that day was the most holes of golf I I still to date have played as forty nine. Um, and that
2: that was a that was a long that was a day. long
0: day. And also, what was crazy about that day too? Sustained twenty five. Oh, yeah, thirty he mile was, an hour winds all day long, and it was like fifty two degrees. And you're I in remember the, geez, we, no, you're in when we got off too, of there, so. we just were, like, oh yeah, dead. Everybody Probably wind burning. burned from hell. Wind burnt yeah. from hell. Um, it had just gotten destroyed out there. So, that was a, dude, that was a great trip. The par three course was awesome. I remember yeah. it was, like, me and Josh versus you and Calvin on that, mm-hmm. and we did each hole. Like, so, it would be, like, my turn. It would be, like, what rule? Because, like, cause like it, it's just a par three course. So yeah. It was, like, whatever. Yeah. And I'd be, like, all right, um, pitch and wedge only. Like, even if you're on the green, you have to putt with this. Or it would be like, I Allister, get to choose yeah. what club you pick, you play with on this hole. Yeah. Or, hey, um, instead of playing from the normal tees, we're playing from the women's or from the tips on this course. And then there was one I remember I honestly told – I made an executive ruling. At one point, Calvin comes up. He said, putter only on this hole. And I was like, this is so stupid. It was like 150-yard par three. I was like, this is the dumbest rule as anyone has created – Everyone hits there is awesome. I, like, hard shank mine at, like, a almost like a 90-degree angle straight off my club face cause I tried to hit my putter so hard. <laughs> lost my shot. And I was just like, all right, no more stupid putter-only rules off the tee box. Yeah. So, But overall, great time visiting that. And so last thing we kind of want to just discuss is a bucket list trip that you guys would like to see. I mean, this league, you know, you bring it up in here. You tell me you want to go somewhere. We can see what we can do to make it happen if it's within reason. I only have so much ability and, like, connections and pull, but, you know, hopefully as this league grows and we get more members in, we can make these happen. But what is that bucket list trip for you that you want to see? Who wants to go ahead and take the lead on this?
1: I mean, and I think we've talked about it actually a couple of times. I think it would be a great trip to Hilton Head. Yep. Um, there's a lot of courses down there, and you've got everything from Town, which is expensive, for a nice round to courses like, you know, that are, you know. More reasonable. That, that, more reasonable budget courses that are still good. Yeah, and, and and they're fun because they're at the beach. Yeah, they're at the beach and, you know, you can go get in the water in the yeah. afternoons well, and go to the pool and go out to eat. I think and, that's
0: what's great. Like, especially, you know, some of these golf trips we go on, it's about the golf. Yeah. And it's about golf, playing and cramming in as much golf as you can. There's other ones that are like – Hey, like we have our our second Dudes of Hazard's Cup, which is our rider stuff, a rider cup style tournament that we have in Myrtle this year. And if we play them one round in the morning, and then the afternoons are for the boys. Yeah. Like, you want to go to the ocean? Cool. You trying to go to the bar? Excellent. Trying yeah. to double up and get thirty six in? Even better. Like yep. Who cares? Oh, you played like crap and just want to go get pounded? Like, pound some beers at the clubhouse and not care? That sounds like a great plan too. Like, and so it's nice to have these varying and trips. And I think beach trips. Offer
1: the best flexibility of the variety of aspects. And, you know, so don't get me wrong. It's about the, you know, it's, you go for golf. You do go for golf. But when these trips to Hilton Head that I've gone on, we've always said, it's the camaraderie. I mean. It is. It doesn't matter if you play bad. It's it, it, It's it really hanging doesn't. out with your friends, you know, drinking a beer, eating good food, getting some breakfast and going to the course and trying to do it again. It really is. I mean that's
0: it's it's the fun of it. The I mean as someone who organizes these events, I don't enjoy the whole everyone went out last night until three AM. All right, <laughs> eight eight thirty tea times where are people someone's like oh, I think he's driving back from the club now and it's like <laughs> the sun's up. You what? Like like how could you possibly still be out? Or or yeah, man, I don't know, me and the boys we just went to the ocean last night and stayed up all night long. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about there. You don't. No idea. Can't recollect anything You're a bold-faced liar. (laughs) So even my best friends have put me under the ringer and stressed me out on these tournaments. So thanks a lot for that, Justin. I'm just kidding. Um, But, no, overall, really fun. Um, uh, Ocean beach courses are just a blast. I know this is a little bit more would definitely be a more pricey one, but I think it's close to that Hilton Head area. I want to go and get my ass kicked at the ocean course. Yeah. Um, and and play down there at uh, Kiowa, Play yeah. like Cougar, uh, is it Cougar Point and like or Osprey, something. Like that. I mean, they got five courses, I think, yeah. down there. Um, I, I don't know those, all of them off the top of my name, but that would be one. Probably want to get another year or two of town under my belt, and then look at going down there because I know you're going to want to be able to hit driver and get it off the t well, especially in the wind. But um, I think a course like that for a weekend would be a real oh, yeah. just. I mean. I think that'd be a course, too, where, yeah, you're going to want to score well. But even if you don't, like the clubhouse there, the history of the place, just the surrealness of being on the ocean like that, I feel like you can only have so bad of a time. And, and honestly, your opportunities to have a great time are even higher. Yeah. So, Justin, where where are you looking at? What where, where do you want to see for either a personal golf trip that maybe yeah. is just – me, you, and a couple of buddies like Brad go on, or is it one that we're doing for the league? What are you kind of looking forward wanting to see?
2: For sure, no. So I mean, I'll put it in twofold. If there was one that I would say that I'd like to do with just four of us, it'd be Tobacco Road again. Yes, I, I, I think that Brad, place is fun. You would have a blast.
1: I saw you guys play that, yeah. and I've told him I was like, I want to go back. If okay, I mean, so, if, so we if we have a group that's, I want to go. Well, I
0: think for the Southern Pines tournament this year, I know you're going to be having the baby, but if you can swing it. I think that's one of the courses we're looking at playing out there because if you go to Southern Pines, it's going to be in September, uh, Labor Day weekend. So um, We're going to be starting the sign-ups here probably in the May time frame, late April for that. Um, That's going to be a smaller trip with just probably 16 guys. We're going to play some premier courses like either Mid-Pines or Mid-South, Tobacco Road, Longleaf, and maybe throw in another pretty premier destination. We want something at Pinehurst.
1: So. There, um, there's a chance in September Stephanie will let me out of the house. You say there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. <laughs> there's a go chance. ahead, and Mark. That All right, down. so Brad, maybe if no you guys that. if you guys ask her right now, what, she might.
0: What was that? Oh, okay. Brad, you said you just paid your deposit for that trip. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate. That. <laughs> 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 nah, um, nah, that that's going to be a great one. Um, T Road is definitely a blast. It's a Mike Strance It'll eat you up, but 100%. it is. Um, I say go there. If it's a course, um, that's a two v two. Scramble course. Yep. Like, just go out there, especially your first time. Just have fun because, like, it, if you said you didn't like a course where you hit a shot and, like, oh, there's a pond back there, that's boy. Yeah. Do I have some news for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun one. Just both times I've gone, I've played a 2v2 scramble um, and just have had a blast going with friends because it's, you get the fin scooters oh, or man. whatever. Like, you're just, so fun. You're, you're just, like, it's almost like it's not even about your score or the result. Like, it's just each shot is so unique and different than any other shot you see on a golf course. That is just so much fun. Alex, who was on episode one of this, has played there. Josh, who was on in episode two, you heard him talk about on one of his favorite core memories was that trip out with Justin Kelly yeah. to play Tobacco Road. Like, yeah. it's just, it, it is that good of a course, and it's built up as good as it is.
1: I was just sitting at home on my Instagram, looking watching you guys have a grand old time, wishing I was there, and I was like, oh my gosh. Well... Right. That's what I was like. I'm, I'm going to join you.
0: next year. Okay. Then we're getting you out there. I mean, because those are we'll the unofficial trips that we take to a yeah. lot. That Like, yeah, we have our official league trips. We have our tournaments, our outings. But, like, it's these uh, – yeah, you're like, dude, I've got to go play T. Road. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm probably going to visit Justin Fawn in the next couple months. So why don't you just ride along yeah. we'll go out there and go play. And that's just going to be a great-ass time. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, thank you guys for listening in to our third episode of the Dudes of Hazards radio. Uh, I greatly appreciate your support. Our next guest coming up is actually going to be one of my longtime lifelong friends, Zach Hudson. He's actually coming down for all the way from Michigan to come play in the Dudes of Hazards Open this uh, weekend. So looking forward to having him on. And until uh, next time, keep it classy, dudes. And thanks for listening.